Hey friends, welcome to Boca, a podcast exploring the ever-blurring lines between the personal and business lives of professional photographers. This is your host, Nathan Holritz, and I'm bringing you a special episode of the Boca podcast today called Workflow Wednesday. During these special edition episodes, myself and my co-hosts will focus on helping you develop more efficient daily and weekly workflows around post-production, communication, task and project management, time management, file and image management, and yes, the list does go on. We're going to save you an incredible amount of time in your work week, and we promise not to be too nerdy. This podcast is brought to you by Photographer's Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com. We are officially live. Okay, very good. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Workflow Wednesday and, uh, and a little bit of a different format here. So bear with us again, the second week in a row with the potential of a little bit of technical issues. We'll just kind of try to work through them as, as we go. But uh, I'm privileged to be joined today, not only by our, our regular co-hosts, Rich and Heather. Um, Haley happens to be out today, but uh, also with a, a guest from last week, Sean Austin from Kiss Books. But, uh, and we also have Morgan here with us from Kiss Books. Morgan, thanks so much for making time to, to hang out today with us. Yeah, of course, of course. I'm noticing the skateboards in the background. You have to give us a little bit of context. Uh, something I've been doing for a long time since I was kind of a young teenager. So um, okay. these, are, these are ones that I've skated previously and shown a little love to. So it's time to retire them, but uh, create a little memorial. So yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. So, yep, that's my background. So I never, I never really did get into skateboarding. Is that something that you still do actively now or more from your past? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I still, I still pick it up, especially here in the summer, um, in LA and stuff like that, just like, you know, cruising around and enjoying the sunsets and stuff like that. So, yep, still do. Nice. Rich, I I don't picture you as a skateboarder. Was that, (laughs) is that a strength of yours? No, no. Um, that was definitely not a strength of mine. Oh man. I, I, uh, but, oh man, this is kind of embarrassing, but I was a roller, uh, like a rollerblader, you know, like in the, in the, in the, in the nineties, early two thousands doing the rollerblading thing. Uh, yeah. I remember once in a while, while we'll, we'll, we'll be around town seeing someone rollerblade. I'm like, man, that's awesome. Like you just don't, it was so popular back in the day. And, and, you know, know, there's, there's some people still trying to hold on to that. I like it. <laughs> but Sean, what about you? You did a little bit of skateboarding, didn't you? Uh-huh. Yeah. I grew up in Southern California where it kind of started, but yeah, uh, skateboard, I BMX raced, I uh, rollerbladed as well, but I'm not embarrassed by that. I think, <laughs> we, we, I think we just need to own that. You there know? you go. Okay. For, for here now, I'm, I'm yeah. proud of it. I'm a proud yep. yeah, That's right. Nice. Well, I I thank you guys for kind of introing us with that. And Morgan, you in particular, I know that we haven't had a lot of chance to spend time together. I think we met briefly in person a little while ago um, at an event and I think mm-hmm. it was in Nashville. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But I'm stoked to have you back uh, or to be able to actually get the chance to connect with you a little bit here and uh, hopefully more in person in the future. But we're, we're continuing a series. Uh, first of all, just to give context for those that are watching live on Facebook and also potentially listening on the Boca podcast, Uh, This is the Workflow Wednesday series. We do highlight the topic of workflow, more specifically efficient workflow for uh, portrait and wedding photographers, really professional photographers of all sorts. Uh, Workflow is something that we do on a literally on a daily basis, whether we we label it that or not. And the goal, of course, as business owners, is ultimately to be able to work as efficiently as possible, so that we can have more free time for the important people in our life. And uh, if need be, to put a bit more time into to things that are going to actually build our business. So the question, of course, is how do we work as efficiently as possible so we have more free time uh, for those elements of our life and our professional life? 
And uh, part of what we've been discussing in the last, uh, well, last week and this week in particular with regards to workflow as photographers is album sales. Uh, this can be a bit of an overwhelming topic and um, overwhelming. I think we pointed out some of the reasons why that was overwhelming last week. Maybe, Rich, you can kind of highlight those those points that we discussed last week. If you remember offhand, some of those that you were talking about. Oh, the, the fear of God uh, aspect of it. <laughs> yeah, I basically, I basically started off with just even a recent story where an old client about five, six years ago uh, just contacted us, could not find her wedding images at all. Um, and so she did not get a wedding album. And, uh, and so she was asking us whether or not we still even had her wedding photos. I mean, like she, she was in this place where like, she was afraid that all the photos from her wedding were gone. You know, like if I, if I was like trying to clean off my hard drives, some photographers literally do that. They will, after a couple of uh, several years, they'll literally clean off their hard drives. You know, we don't, but, uh, but you know, mm-hmm. And so, uh, so yeah, so uh, she did not get a wedding album. So we, we, we were talking about the aspect of the importance of getting a wedding album mm-hmm. and um, just the pain points of actually the, the communication between me and my client of, of actually being very, very efficient in designing a wedding album, uh, communicating with them, figuring out what kind of changes they may need and uh, going kind of that, going back and forth and, and uh, back in the day, also, um, I think Sean even mentioned about um, starting off in Photoshop, then starting doing stuff in InDesign. Mm-hmm. And uh, but neither one of those were just really good um, options for for actually what we needed as photographers to uh, to communicate well with with uh, with with our clients. So yeah, so and I'm I'm glad that you pointed it out because I wasn't really even thinking about this element of the conversation last week, Rich. Uh, the significance of albums just as it relates to the services and then the products that we're offering to our clients as professional photographers, the longevity of something like an archival quality album like Kiss mm-hmm. offers mm-hmm. Uh, versus the digital file, which, you know, as mm-hmm. technology continues to progress, uh, that, that technology changes and our access to that particular type of technology. I think, Rich, you highlighted, highlighted last week the, the reality, which is that even on an iPhone now, Apple is no longer no longer rendering images as JPEG files. This this file mm-hmm. format that we've been so familiar with for years, uh, that technology is likely beginning to make its way, maybe slowly, but slowly mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. out the door. And maybe something else is going to come in as the common file format. But as technology continues to progress, it's a wonderful thing on so many levels. But the reality is that there's a potential that we lose these images that many of us are only storing digitally. Uh, so that is certainly a concern and, and one of the primary benefits of having something like an archival quality album, yep. uh, like the ones that KISS uh, offers. But then the actual workflow itself, I think, is one of the big apprehensions that a lot of photographers have when it comes to offering an album. Uh, the, the workflow, first of all, involved in actually creating that album. You alluded to Photoshop and InDesign. That used to be the, the that was the way of old. And actually, even before that, I remember when, when I was shooting weddings and still shooting film, um, doing, we were using this. Oh, what was the name of the company at the time? This this old software uh, to lay out an album design, which we then sent into the album company, and then they would send us the appropriate mats, you know, with the mat numbers and everything, and and then we would put the the images into those mats. It was just this extremely <laughs> tedious, tedious process. Uh, but the the design and then the uh, the design of the album itself. The communication, Rich, as you highlighted with the client about that design to get their approval or disapproval yeah, in yeah. some cases, ultimately Never. refining that design, finalizing it, then setting it off to get it ordered. This whole process over the years has been extremely, extremely uh, 
complicated. Mm-hmm. We are huge fans of simplicity here at the Boca Podcast and Photographers Edit because, again, our goal here is to minimize the amount of busy work in our lives as professional photographers so we have time for the important stuff. Mm-hmm. And KISS has done a brilliant job over the years of not only as a brand. I mean, it, we could have a whole podcast episode or two just highlighting the, the wonderful work that, that Sean and the team at KISS have done to create a, this beautiful brand that has a very distinct brand position, which is focused on simplicity, the simplicity of the user experience. Uh, but you've continued to refine that over time and, and you offer a solution that I think is a wonderful solution to the pain points that we described last week. And so it's only fitting, not only because I'm good friends with you guys, but also because uh, you offer a really great solution to these pain points for photographers that we have you guys on the podcast again and on the the, the Facebook Live series this week again, um, so that we can share what KISS is doing to solve those pain points. And uh, so we have Morgan here with us this week. And Morgan, I want to just going to go ahead and turn the show over to you let you take over and um, share what KISS is doing to address these primary pain points that we just discussed. Yeah, of course. I'm uh, really excited to share that and everything. And I think that like one of the key words that like I've heard mentioned here even a couple times just now is, you know, efficiency. And that's like such a huge thing for KISS of like, you know, um, we kind of view what, you know, the album process, the design process, all the way up to the ordering and sharing, um, as well as to the final product as a continuation of the story of your relationship with the client, um, of the relationship of, you know, the story that's built in the special day of the wedding and, you know, all of that. So it really, it really does. We do view it as a continuation of creating that experience and telling that story that ends in an album and it ends in sharing, sharing your story, sharing your album, you know, for, for generations. So yeah, I can't wait to kind of show you guys, uh, through the whole system and I'll start with the designer um, go into the proofing and sharing systems and some of that. And then I'll kind of close out with the ordering. So, and, and just, just for clarity's sake, um, and I want to make sure that, that everybody listening in knows, um, who everyone is. Of course, those listening into the workflow Wednesday series, know rich and Heather, rich, uh, rich Smith photography.net or.com, whichever your preference. Whichever. Um, and then of course, Sean, we had on the show last week, a CEO over at kiss and then Morgan, Talk to us just briefly about your role there at KISS before we get into the details of how uh, KISS is solving these problems. Yeah, sure. So I've been with KISS for a number of years now, and um, it's really cool to see kind of the evolution that the entire brand has taken on and kind of like what you alluded to earlier of just like establishing that name and simplicity. So I've been with them for a number of years, and I'm uh, currently working um, as part of the development team and building some of the new systems that we're super excited about and uh, can't wait to kind of share, which will be probably next year's episode. Um, so yeah, I've been with them for, for a number of years, kind of doing a, a lot of this uh, design and, and, and tech work like that. So yeah, we have, awesome. a core, we have a core team of six of us, including myself, and he's on that core team. And so, um, you know, a team of between, you know, 20 to 25-ish total uh, for the company. And uh, I can work with the core team and then it's like top down. You know, uh, my goal is to create leaders um, and you know, a good leader has followers, a great leader has leaders that they're multiplying and, and Morgan has stepped up to that and, and has really like leaned into like, Hey, what does it mean to lead people? And, mm-hmm. and, and to, for himself, you know, he's grown a lot since he's been with kiss as well. So it's, it's always, um, great having somebody that is open to grow and to, um, become a leader uh, for the company and Morgan's great at it. So I'm excited for him to show you around some of the software that he's a huge part of building. He does a lot of testing in there and started with us doing as just a designer. Um, and a d- designer is like a, um, remote work, um, pick up designs when you want type of a thing. 
and funny story about Morgan, um, because he knows enough about development. Um, all this, we had like, whatever, five, six designers, um, at the time. And all of a sudden, uh, the, one of the designers reaches out to us and says, I can't get any designs. Like, um, I used to be able to get a handful of them, uh, you know, like 10 a month or whatever. I, I got zero. And so we see the pay that goes out and all of a sudden it went from like, however many designs it was. Um, but like all of a sudden there, let's say there's 40 that month or something like that. Morgan had 40. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> and so we're like, how is he doing that? And they're like, I go like, they get an email and then they have to grab it from the email. And so what Morgan had done is he wrote a little widget that as soon as the email came across, it grabbed the design for him. So when he, he could be out skateboarding and he's grabbing designs, he gets home, does the design. He got them all out on time, but he like all the other designers were like, uh, this is kind of a nice little supplemental income. And, and some, of them did, some of them did it more full time, but Morgan were like, I kind of want to let you keep it, but we can't like, <laughs> like nice. we were like, good job. That was the coolest thing we've ever seen. Initiative. They're really, they're really <laughs> mad. Yeah. And so that's him though. He, he like takes initiative and uh, I just love it. So a little fun story about Morgan. Also uh, one, one other thing, and then you can jump in. What are, what, what is your trophy or your, what, what is your, what, what, what is yeah, what what is uh, like the fun fact on our website about you? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I already read about this one. I like it. Yeah, That's yeah. So well, good. first of all, talking about what you just mentioned with the whole, you know, grabbing designs. If anyone that was designing with Kiss is listening to this, I'm sorry. I think I <laughs> probably can't do enough. But anyways, uh, yeah, my fun fact. Um, so if you go into the okay. team page um, and you find my little picture there, um, I was the uh, national Oreo stacking champion of, I think it was 1998. <laughs> Um, I did a little competition while we were in Florida one year and, uh, I think I got like a pretty cool watch out of it or something, I was <laughs> at it. but yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty young, but you know, best of my division. So you've right. got to, you got to give context to this though. I didn't know it was even a thing. It's Oreo stacking as in like, you're seeing how high you like, can stack. Yeah. I, think I don't know if I of... want to know context. Cause I have so many different things in my mind <laughs> and literally every, ever since I've heard this, every time I see an Oreo package in the store or wherever i'm like i think of morgan and oh. I, I i i've pictured him like stacking it like cups and then unstacking it i've done like the height thing i think oh. you know like i've thought through so many ways and i don't know if i want to know the, the, <laughs> Go ahead. The, the, the pyramid version I, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not here to give away my secrets oh <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really awesome well i, I have to comment uh, sean was talking about company culture and you know the the reality is they've created something there at KISS, which is quite unique. And I have to give major props to Sean and the initiative that he's taken over the last two or three years to, to create a really powerful company culture that truly invests in the employees. And if you ever have the opportunity to drive through the Indianapolis area, make sure you reach out to KISS. Um, they'll likely let you come by and, and take a look at the, the production facilities and see what they're doing there and meet some of the team. It's, it's a really, really powerful experience. And I have so much respect for what you guys have created there. So major props to you for that. But um, without further ado, Morgan, we're going to kind of let you take the floor and and um, highlight this workflow that Chris, the KISS has created. Yeah, awesome. Well, um, anytime doing this, ask me questions. Um, I know how it goes. And I've been working this for so long, sometimes I even forget some of the really cool parts, but I'll be sure to cover those. So I'm going to switch over to sharing my screen here to start with. <clears throat> Cool. Right. And we can see yeah, it. So that's great. That. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So what we're, uh, what we're seeing right here is when you log into your KISS account. So this is really like the dashboard is what we call it, the hub where everything lands. So 
Um, you know, you have your designs and you have your orders where you can check in on, you know, the full status. We actually update, um, you mentioned kind of the workflow and like uh, in the, the lab in Indianapolis, every time your book moves or your album moves through a certain stage in the process, you get like a real-time email or update on your dashboard, which is super cool. Um, most of mine say cancel, but that's not because the lab is bad. <laughs> I'm doing some testing. So I, I have um, to mention here that, you know, there's something that we've talked about quite a bit on the, in the podcast is the significance of maintaining uh, or managing expectations effectively for our clients. Um, we certainly have to do that as photographers for our photography clients, but I love that you guys are proactively doing that mm-hmm. um, on the KISS side as well. It's something that we put a lot of priority on at Photographer's Edit. I think it's so important. Photographers need to know, want to know exactly what is going on when, and the fact that you make that so easy to find out is, is really, really great. Yeah, and I think so many people are so excited to get their albums and stuff, especially once the order, you know, hopefully it's not a month-long or year-long process, but Sometimes that is the case. Um, and I think people are so excited once the order's placed and stuff that, uh, you know, being able to communicate that to your client is is just really helpful. So, yeah. Um, so I will kind of dive in then into the actual designer process, which is really the first part of what we view as like the continuation of the, the story of the day. So um, I have a design open already. So I'll kind of just switch over here. So, for example, this is what happens um, when I open the design and I'm able to start with sort of the cover options um, and able to pick my cover color and material, add on some really cool things like the cameo you see in the center and the text. Um, we just expanded those text options where you can literally engrave or deboss any graphic you want, which is super, super cool. And we were, man, so excited about that one because it was, it was something we've been working on for a long time. So, yeah, um, to be clear, this is the photographer. So, uh, you as the business gets to see this. There is a section where you can share which you'll get to for your client, but your client does not see any of this stuff. This is your dashboard, your designer. You get to pick all these things. Your um, client does not see this until you are ready to share it. Um, so this is the designer for the photographer. This is all web-based as well. So it's available with any you know computer that you're you're at anywhere. Um, you just log in and and uh, this this pops up versus some of the other ones out there, which there's some great ones, Fundy, um, Smart Albums. They're doing a great job as well. Uh, but they're desktop versions. Um, so it is to that specific desktop. And and also just add as a side note here, most um, of you are probably listening on the podcast. So if you are listening, you need to come see the visual of this that we're talking about. And Morgan, maybe you can kind of narrate in detail as we go along for those of you who are just listening or for those that are just listening on the audio side. But please make sure this is a live video right now, Facebook Live. If you go to facebook.com slash photogs edit, P-H-O-T-O-G-S-E-D-I-T. If you're listening to the audio version, you can watch the replay of this because you're going to want to actually see what this looks like and how Easy Kiss has made it uh, to not only to create an album, but ultimately deliver it to the client. So I just want to throw that in there. But Morgan, we'll let you take it away again. Yeah, sure. That's a great point. I'll be sure to kind of uh, illustrate that a bit for any listeners. So um, yeah, to give a little bit more of the history um, that Sean was just mentioning, you know, the designer really is built to be accessed anywhere. Um, you know, working remotely is what I do. It's what probably all of us, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, everybody does. Um, so, you know, I think that KISS, um, you know, this existed before I came around with KISS. And I really think they were ahead of the curve on creating something that is like super elastic, super portable. Um, you know, travel is is at the forefront of so much of our lives now. And, um, you know, being able to access your designs literally anywhere is, I think, such a key thing from any any computer. Um, I'm actually working on not my main computer here, um, but was able to pull this up in, you know, a matter of a minute and just logging in. So 
Um, yeah, so continuing then into the designer, um, you know, for the listeners, uh, we kind of have, what we have is really a mock-up, a visual mock-up of what the album will look like. Um, you get everything from, uh, you know, when you select a different color, um, which I'll kind of illustrate here, um, the mock-up reloads and changes to show you exactly what it would look like. Um, you can change the uh, cover text or the graphic that's on the cover and everything is is extremely dynamic like that. So it's intelligent enough to kind of recognize what you're doing and give you real-time updates. So but definitely come take a look at the video if you can. So, <laughs> and, and I'm sure a question you get a lot is, is with regards to the, the type of materials that you offer. And I, I'm noticing here on the interface that you've got both leather and linen options. Are, do most of the colors, um, are most of the colors available in both material options? Yeah, you yeah, can have yeah, it however uh, you want. Uh, you pick your um, surface of your paper. So matte or luster, thin or thick page. And then you can put any cover on any of those things. So we've made it like, we called it mix and match when we first launched it. Um, and so you can pick leather, linen. There's no, um, there's no books that can't have any type of, of leather or linen uh, material on it. Now we have a fine uh, version of linen. Uh, there's texture, there's silks, there's things like that. So it explains it over there on the left. Um, but yeah, you can pick any of those for There's no like, that's why we, again, when we're trying to keep it simple, it's like, oh, you can only get leather in these particular ones. I, I see it quite a bit. You know, it's like, man, the only way we're going to launch it is if it makes total sense. And it's like, you can have it how you want it type of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I like that it was interesting to, to watch the shift of KISS. Um, it, initially, this idea of keeping it simple was about minimizing the number of options. But the direction that you guys have moved now is making more options available because we all understand photographers like control. They like the, to be able to choose from a you know, just gobs of options. It's something that we've had to accommodate at Photographer's Edit as well. Uh, but your focus now is on simplicity of user experience versus minimizing the number of options. And I love that. You can still give them the options, but the process of actually designing and then placing mm-hmm. the order is still simple. And I think that's a wonderful balance. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned that because I was just talking with uh, you know some of the development team the other day. And every time we make a change or every time we're we're going through a new update or adding a new feature. Um, that question is seriously, literally asked every single time of like, is this simple? How can it be simple? Is it user-friendly? And if it's not, then we go back and figure out how to make it that way. So, um, you know, like what Sean was mentioning with being able to order, you know, any paper type or any album cover color from any album. Um, one of my favorite things is being able to order literally a four inch book or a 12 inch book from the same exact files with KISS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, something I can go over a little bit more later um, in the ordering process. But it's literally, you know, you upload one time, get your design. There's no resizing. There's no exporting. There's no. It's just I want a four inch in this color, and I want a twelve inch in that color. And um, you know, again, that that really goes back to the heart of that user friendliness and that simplicity um, that is, you know, asked every time we're adding anything. So cool, awesome. Show us a couple of your favorite features. Yeah, of course. So I'll kind of click here through and uh, show you kind of the heart of how designing works in the in the designer. So um, for those listening, all I'm going to be doing is really taking my images at the top um, that I've uploaded from either my hard drive or one of the various uh, galleries that we've partnered with, um, wherever those are hosted. And I literally just drag and drop them right down into the spread. And you can see that it kind of uh, changes automatically based on the number of images that I have. So um, I have a template bank down at the bottom where I can just click through and um, I'm able to uh, see those images transition and rearrange themselves on the frame or on the spread. Um, and then I can swap around as I need be. So that's honestly one of my favorite things. Um, the, 
the template bank is sort of intelligent enough to recognize how many images you have in there and show you the appropriate number of frames. Um, you can create your own and save your own templates um, if you want to kind of get manual with it. And then you have access to those on any of your designs. Now, uh, do, now does it uh, recognize the different aspect ratios? Uh, so, so if you port, you put a portrait and a, and a horizontal photo in there, like a, uh, a vertical or horizontal photo in there, it, it would it would change the based on that. Yeah, yeah, it does its best to kind of recognize the yeah, like you said, the aspect ratio. And if it's a vertical frame, it puts the vertical image in there, and horizontal, horizontal. So that's a really cool part. Um, just a good time saver as well. Um, nice. And you can also there's actually um, an auto build feature that's built into the designer um, that uses that sort of uh, intelligent system to be able to kind of get you a jump start on a design. You know, sometimes the hardest part is you have you have the images called, but you just starting is a, is a bear. So, um, you know, you can use that to, uh, either go so far as to set up each individual spread. You know, I, let's say you have it down to a system to where, you know, exactly how your day is going to go. You're shooting for the album. Um, and you kind of, you know, have it down pat. You can actually go and have it fill in those, those spreads that you've arranged. Um, or you can have it do its best to kind of build a design for you. So uh, those are some really, really cool features, big time savers again, um, and again, that's our th at the heart of the, you know, user-friendliness that we kind of wanted to give options to. So, yeah, well, I mean, love like, can you, uh, can you grab, uh, like make a new blank spread and then grab a group of photos so you can show, yeah, sure. um, if it, if it, if it's able to, um, recognize the vertical horizontal. So you grab a group of like them mm -hmm. getting ready or whatever that session is. And you know, you want that all in a spread. So you can grab a group of them, drop it down and then it will, and you can click through, so you use your arrows to click through them at the bottom, or you can just pick one with the, with the actual cursor or the mouse. Nice. Am I jumping the gun by asking you to expound on the, um, you mentioned pulling images from either an external hard drive or online galleries? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, not jumping the gun at all. It's a great time. So one of the cool things is you can kind of mix and match those things. So when you start a design, um, we've partnered with some people like Shootproof and SmugMug and, um, oh, there's one more in, they're going to kill me if they hear it. And I can't think of the name. Zen? Is it Zen? Uh, yes, Zenfolio. That's okay. what it is. And um, so if you have galleries already hosted there, um, mm -hmm. you know, where you're sending those, those proofs to your, to your clients and sharing in that way, you can actually connect that entire gallery to your KISS design. Um, and then you can have as many photos as you want. Um, and it's all just like right there already. So you don't have to upload again. And we actually pulled the like original highest res version of those photos. So, you know, there's, there's you know, qualities never concern. Yeah, so that's what I, a lot of my a lot of my travel is based around that. So I'll go to those companies, ones that we're plugged in with and ones that we're not invest in a relationship, but really talk about what does it look like for us to serve your clients as good as possible. Mm -hmm. So I invest in a relationship. Um, I like doing business with people, you know, that we're friends with and things like that. Some of it has worked out to where we integrate. And then it's like, what would it look like? Not meaning we're going to do it, but what would it like to integrate deeper? So we've talked about like um, folders that are favorites and things like that a deeper integration. So it's like an album's favorite folder. That was so my next either, question. Yeah, yes, yeah. because our clients have the ability, um, we use shoot proof. And so our clients have the ability yeah. to go on and favorite images or create subcategories like an album cat, you know, they can create an album category. Um, so you guys are moving forward on that. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah, they're great. Uh, George, I was just down in Georgia, strong team. They're doing great stuff. Um, awesome. And uh, yeah, they're, I, I really like um, what, what they got going on, but uh, ultimately, yeah, they're, folders or smart folders and stuff like that. We've talked about just a deeper integration to be able to grab it. Worst case scenario though, right now you can just grab that folder and that's what you move over. And um, 
uh, one other thing at the top as he's grabbing photos. So those numbers on the photos, those mm -hmm. are how many times it's used in the design. So if you only want it to be used once, um, it turns red because it's like, hey, this has been used twice. Are you sure you want to use that? And that one has been used three oh, times. Nice. You know, yeah, they're nice. just little fun things uh, about the designer. Go ahead, Morgan. Yeah. And, and, oh, oh, go ahead. I, well, I was just going to mention one other thing too. The 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 significance of uh, addressing this kind of paradox of choice issue, right? When when people have so many options, how do they choose the first uh, that first image or the first few images? That's a that's a real struggle for photographers. And so the fact that you guys make that easy by just auto populating a potential set of album spreads, um, I think is really, really nice because it gives them a starting place. They can go in and edit those and update them as necessary, but it gives them a starting place that that kind of you know, deer in the headlights like, oh shoot, I've got, you know, however many hundred images or more to to sort through. Where do I even start? You guys give them a head start. And I think that's a, a brilliant feature. Yeah, it's a it's a huge hurdle to get over is to get it started mm -hmm. and if you're it's it's a great thing to outsource if you're not a designer or you're struggling with it let somebody else do it there's so many people that do this um, there's companies that just do design we offer a design service where we'll design it for you a new version of it coming out it's where we will give you a rough draft that you take to your client and for uh, a, a different um, fee we will go straight to your client and we've done a lot of feedback with with brides and with photographers that are having issues getting them to the finish line one of the things is if you don't set a deadline they may never order the book that's just what happens yeah. so because a lot of our designers are struggling with that the both versions are like you have a 30 day countdown to get this done either the photographer mm -hmm. or or the bride the, the the that's what we call the the client but the client um like the photographer's client gets three rounds of changes and 30 days to get those done and so it's just setting boundaries. There's so many times that like they, we need those boundaries. And it's funny because tw the day 26 or 27, you know, <laughs> the countdown, they, they only have three or four more days left. That's when they're going to want to do all their changes, but at least they got to it. If it's this, yeah. you know, forever thing and they get their book two years later after their wedding, yeah. they're not good as a marketing piece for you. They're like, Oh, I want to show you my wedding album. It's like, didn't you get married two years ago? Like um, <laughs> it's, it's way, they're way more excited if they got it within a few months of their mm -hmm. wedding. They're going to walk around there, a walking commercial for you. That's what the little kiss is for the four, four by four book and stuff like that. But if they have their album and they show it to people, it is like a walking commercial for you. So nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Well, Morgan, I, I know we all just kind of jumped in on you there, but don't, <laughs> we'll, we'll send it back to you. Go take, take it away. Yeah, of course. No questions are awesome. So, um, you know, that really is kind of the heart of the designers using that template system to kind of, like you said, really give you a jump start and kind of, you know, get that deer of the head in the headlights kind of, you know, feeling away from you to be able to just get to work and, uh, you know, kind of make it as, as breezy as possible. So, um, you know, there are other options that the designer has, you know, to be able to, uh, give you the exact design that your client's looking for, that your brands uh, likes to represent. Um, you know, everything from um, being able to uh, deboss like your brand logo on the inside of the cover, which is a really cool new feature. Um, you know, we have like background options and, you know, being able to, uh, you know, kind of layer images and things like that. So a lot of the normal tools that you're used to and a lot of the um, either designer uh, applications or things like that, um, you know, we've definitely put in here and made that a focus. So um, you know, but those things are all sort of tucked away enough to where, um, you can really just use it in, in, in its core and that template system, um, and make it super, super quick. So, um, now I'm curious what percentage of your clients are doing their own design, uh, within the designer. And then what percentage of them are like, you know what, we, we just want you guys to take care of that element for us. 
what would you say the split is? And and maybe just to add to that question, for those who are doing their own design, what's the average time that it usually takes them to do a design and using the designer that you just demoed? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I'll answer that one, the one that you just asked to everybody, because um, we did some studies on it when we first decided to build the designer. It was taking uh, over 50 hours to do the entire album process. So the back and forth, it was email-based. You're in those heavy... Um, uh, software that Rich referred to, like Photoshop and InDesign. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the back and forth was via email or, you know, like Dropbox wasn't even around back then and stuff like that. And so it was like trying to figure out how to communicate just to swap, to swap that photo on the right to black and white. It is very difficult um, over email to explain which one it is and to try and set up a process and a system. And so it was like, I was ready to be done selling albums just because the process was so tedious. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so it was taking 50 hours. Now we've remeasured it and it's like less than two hours of your time invested because you come in, you make the changes and you send it right back all in the system. You don't have to leave the system. You don't have to go out, create a new email. It does it all from within the mm. system. So that's uh, amazing. I'll show you a couple of those mm-hmm. features. Yeah. But 90, it's still over 95% of people are coming through um, doing it themselves. Um, and that is partly because we've never promoted our designer and they could be using, it doesn't mean that they're not using a designer because there is a uh, design companies out there um, that are, that we know are like, they have accounts with us and they're, you know, putting the orders in and stuff like that. So we know that's happening. I think that's a great thing to outsource because so many times that designer makes our photography look better because that's what they do for a living. You know, our designers that design for kiss, they do, you know, hundreds you know, whatever they, they end up getting uh, really good at what they do. Cause they see so many different weddings, you know, or maybe thousands so, in Morgan's case, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Some, sometimes uh, some, some are better than others now, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great question because it's one of the things that I would say like strongly for, for $49, we'll do a design for you. Like we're doing that in order for us for you yeah, to remove barriers for you to get to the album easier. And sometimes if this is, a barrier, we'll remove it for 49 bucks. Like what can you do with those, you know, that the time that our designer is doing that for you, what can you do? Mm-hmm. You know, handwrite a note, invest in your clients, spend mm-hmm. time with your family or in the relationships mm-hmm. that, that matter most to you. You know, we're, we're always thinking that's our why is mm-hmm. creating margin to pursue simple is to create margin for them. So in all the things that we, we launch, we, we're trying to create margin, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. That's really, really great. Well, I, thanks for that perspective. It was, it was just kind of curious as to what that looked like for you guys. And, and um, I mean, again, this tool is so elaborate and, and yet simultaneously simple that it, it seems to only make sense that most of your clients are going ahead and taking advantage of that because it is so powerful. So I, I appreciate you continuing to share this. Morgan, once, once they get in and they get this design put together, what is the next step in the process? What does that look like? Yeah. Uh, so once the design is set, um, it's communication starts, um, sharing it with your client, receiving feedback. Um, comments are all kind of like what Sean mentioned. They're, they're all contained within uh, our system. So uh, you actually have back on your dashboard options to kind of share um, the, uh, the slideshow, which is our proofing system directly with your client um, through email. Um, and that actually keeps uh, you notified of when um, it's in your court or their court. Um, so if you have a lot of designs active at the same time, um, you can kind of manage everything there. Um, so the slideshow, this is kind of what the customer sees, um, your client, as well as what uh, you can see to, to share with, uh, with others. So um, this is, again, um, the proofing system that's built around the slideshow that has um, everything from the option to allow your clients to change the cover color, 
Um, you can set up what options your brand or your business likes to offer. So either album sizes, pricing, things like that. Um, and then there's actually a communication system that's built in um, with the commenting system. So um, again, each, each comment is left uh, directly on each spread. Um, and then there are email systems built within that sharing system. So um, once your client is ready, um, you know, they said, you know, this is the most perfect design ever. You nailed it in one, which happens all the time. Um, then they can share that with you and say, you know, they approve of it and it's ready for ordering. Mm -hmm. um, Another thing to point out real quick is we bought albumapproved.com. So it doesn't say kiss.us. We're always trying to create at least some type of a barrier. A lot of uh, photographers love the kiss brand. And so they share it with their clients, but they're locked out of like pricing and things like that. Um, but in, for the ones that are like, Hey, I just want, uh, you know, the separation we bought album approved. So it's not like kiss.us slash their client's name or anything like that. So what they share, um, there's no kiss branding on this particular part. Um, it goes straight, you know, they can share it on Facebook. It's not a kiss promotion. It's album approved, which is just a, a kind of pretty generic, Hey, this is your album approval mode and stuff like that. And so the first version you can send over to your clients um, doesn't have to have the comments. The comments are for your bride, uh, but you can send over one that is not. And that's what they can share to Facebook and stuff like that. So it'll show the slideshow on Facebook. Their friends can look at it um, and see it that way. Um, or they'll, they'll, they'll see it right here in album approved. They want to as well, but they don't um, get, you know, like uh, it's a guest doesn't get access to make comments and things like that. This is, this is an unlocked version for your clients to communicate back and forth. And then once that client makes the comments with within the interface underneath each, um, I always get this confused. So clarify it for all of us: is it spread or page? Yeah, uh, both. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's page page one and two. Spread one. In in if you look at it in the warehouse, it'll say spread one because that the full spread is two pages. Got it. I don't yeah. know where we we just got away from the magazine that had you know or reading books that always have had it side one, side two, or page one, page two. Yeah. It is a spread that you're looking at as a two page spread that you're looking at. Got it. Yeah. And okay. I love this feature that I see here that says save comments and finish later so that work isn't lost. If someone doesn't get to everything all at once, that's, that's a really nice feature. Yeah, We have an auto auto update. And so when they make that yes. comment and they send it back to the photographer, it, it cues it up in their um, dashboard that, Hey, they commented on it. It puts it in, in a different priority for you in a different order. And so it puts it back to the top, like, Hey, somebody responded, you have some stuff to do. And so they can go and read the comments. Like they, that comment right there could say, Hey, swap that photo out on the right for this one. I like mm -hmm. photo number, you know, 287. So you just swap it out. And then when you, re you, when you respond, you can check it off and it shows it grayed out that you, it still shows you can read it, but it's grayed out like with a line through it. And so you can have a paper trail of, of what happened, but you check it off like, hey, I've done that. Move nice. to the next thread and then and answer that comment. So they can send over a group of comments. That is like what we consider a round of changes um, is, is they can go and comment on everything and and uh, we'll update and then send it back to them. And then, then it shifts back out of that kind of priority. Oh, it's back in the in the photographer or in the um, mm -hmm. bride's court. And and when the photographer gets that, I love that the, it prioritizes, automatically prioritizes what they need to go address next. So if a, a client, client makes a comment, it bumps in priority, they go click on that. Does it automatically take them to that page where they can just make the, the change immediately? Or how, what is that interface? Is it a very similar interface to the design interface? It takes the photographer, goes, it goes right back into the designer. Um, and so uh, you can just see the ones that have comments on it. You can look at it as like a spread view. Or, um, or a page by page like this, the spread view will say like this one has comments on it or whatever. So you can just click on it. There's ways you can flow through it in like um, multiple, can you pull up multiple spread view, Morgan? 
Uh, yes, back in the designer. Yeah. <clears throat> so they can see it like that, where they can scroll through it. Okay, um, cool. And then and if there is comments on something like that, it would just say that there's comments on it. So you can click on that one. As soon as you click on it, it goes to that particular spread. Yep. So all the comments would actually populate here on the side. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. Spread. So, um, and then you can communicate directly uh, in the designer as well. So if I wanted to leave a comment as a photographer, um, it actually says, you know, photographer and it's a different color just so every, you know, bit of communication is clear. Um, and then some of the cool options, like if you use the design service that we offer, um, there's also a third, a third party uh, kind of chat bubble color, which is the designer. So um, but that's optional. Like if you want, your if you kind of want to um uh if you want that communication between designer and client to go on you can do that otherwise um you know you can keep that between photographer and, and client so yeah we that's just got um the url in-house designer or that's what we're calling it, is in-house designer so like you can talk to my in-house designer um, <laughs> and that, that is just like us designing for you but it's like again a great way to outsource it we can do the communication for you we've done communication you know for like you said hundreds or thousands of of uh rides or photographers. Um, so the communication, you know, we, we write certain language to use and things like that in, in the communication back and forth with your client. So do you find that there's any difference in the length of time between the, the beginning of an album design process and the, and the ordering when your designers are the ones communicating with the client versus when the photographer is the one working directly with their clients? It's all over the road. That's such a great, a great question. And it's not like there's a magic way of doing this. And so what we're learning, again, all the data and the feedback that we get because we have a designer and, you know, a massive amount of people using it is um, setting boundaries mm -hmm. and deadlines are huge. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to say is when we launch this new version of it, it'll be $49 or $99 or $49 will work. And it's called like a rough draft. So we'll do a rough draft for you, the photographer, um, the designer will, will design it. We flip it in, in, in 24 hours and mm. um, we get, we get you that design. And, um, and it, I think it's like, there's a round of changes maybe in there, or maybe it's just the rough draft. I think there's a round of changes. And then for $99, we'll work directly with your, with your client. And so it's three rounds of changes. And so we, we even are trying to like get the photographer to stand behind us and what those changes look like, what's worked for us in the past. And for top photographers that currently use KISS is you can change. Um, so your, your comments, you can swap out a photo and you can take photos out. But if you add, if you want to add photos to it, you're likely going to add spreads because mm -hmm. we tell the story as we saw it. We're very, you know, minimalist on how we do it. We want you to like want more by the end of the book and flip through it again. But if, yeah. if you start to turn it into like a yearbook, then let's buy you a proof book, not, not, not like an investment, like a high end album like that. Let's sure. buy you four by sixes of your yeah. wedding or four and a half by sixes, depending on what format you shot it in. And so we're trying to help them lead their clients. And that's something that a lot of us struggle with is like, I want to do the art, the creativity. And so as soon as I start to set boundaries or limitations, I feel like I'm doing them a disservice when actuality what the, the studies show is like we're doing them a disservice by not giving them boundaries or mm -hmm. limitations to the 30 days and things like that so three rounds of changes in the 30 days here's how a change would look like you can mm -hmm. swap out photos you can make it black and white or, or whatever uh, but you cannot add if you add um we just add spreads you know and that, that's no big deal either and the photographer hasn't worked out that extra spreads cost x amount of dollars or whatever so okay awesome. that's awesome okay so yeah. So they've got this, I mean, once, once you get that feedback from the client, it's really easy as we can see here on screen to update the, the spreads or the pages, uh, depending on the situation as needed. Uh, what is then the next step? Once that has been finalized, completed, then you're going to go to place the order for that particular album. 
Yeah. So basically the client lets you know it's ready to go um, or that deadline is, you know, coming up and you're ready to actually place the order. Um, and kind of like I alluded to earlier, um, we also wanted to remove any roadblocks from ordering. Um, you know, there's so much time spent, you know, resizing and readjusting and things like that. So um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's literally just adding to your cart, um, which is I've done here. So I will click add to cart. Um, I get a pop-up that allows me to select my options, um, you know, cover color, inside color, um, you know, the paper type and page thickness, things like that. And um, I'll kind of click around just to kind of show you that a little bit here. Um, And then I will go, so I just need to move this. Clicking through uh, to next, Um, this is part two where I literally just uh, select size and quantity. Um, And then, you know, any add-ons like boxes and, um, you know, dust covers and things like that, which you can also customize. Um, And then you just add it to your cart. And um, this is our new gift wrapped option. Ooh, I Uh, like it. (laughs) Yeah, this is actually really, really cool. Um, And Very popular too. We just launched it two months ago. Yes. It's like 20% of orders coming through are doing gift wrapping. So you can drop ship straight to your client. We will do gift wrapping and we have a calligraphist that handwrites notes for you. So you can type in what you want written down there below. That's what the card looks like on the left. And they handwrite it and we, we put it in the shipping. So they get it from you. Again, there's no KISS marketing branding. There's no invoice in there. You can download your invoices from the dashboard. Um, but we don't do any of that because we know a lot of our clients are drop shipping to their clients. We had so many people that would order the album. It'll come here to their studio. Mm-hmm. They will unbox it, mm-hmm. um, put their stuff in it, and then repackage it. I totally get it. So we're, we're trying to cut that corner for them. Um, so it's really affordable. And we write a handwritten note because that's uh, the, just what has worked for us uh, in our company as KISS and as photographers as well. So it's a really cool option. Then we have holiday options coming out for the end of the year as well. Well, the, the gift wrapping is cool. I have to say, I love those those walnut boxes too, are just mm-hmm. absolutely stunning. I've seen a, a variety of samples over the years at, at the shows that we've done together and they're just absolutely gorgeous. Hmm. Yes, yeah. All right, so so then they can choose that option there, Morgan, and even customize a note um, that is gonna then be handwritten to the, to the thank you card that goes with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's awesome. um, and that's really the last step. After that, it's uh, placing your order. Um, again, to drop ship, all you do is enter your client's address for the destination. Um, again, there's no additional fee or branding, kiss branding, anything like that. So, uh, again, it's just removing any of those, those roadblocks or barriers between, um, you know, you and your brand and your relationship with your client. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of where the discount for multiple books. Um, so if you add a 10 by 10 and you want a parent book, an exact copy or a clone, um, I used to give discounts for parent copies if they would do it exactly the same way I designed it as a photographer. And so we want to give that to the photographer as well. It costs us the same amount to do it because it's a very hand built book um, that is, uh, you know, labor intensive and things like that. But we want you selling more um, books and we want to create ways for you to do that. So if you order one book, there's a discount uh, or sorry, if you order the second book, the clone, there's a discount. If you order a third book, there's a bigger discount on that as well. So we're trying to help, you know, do whatever we can to remove barriers, to make it simple for you to run your business. And it's like, well, you can even say it, like use us as a sales pitch, say like, well, my book company actually gives us a discount for that second book. So I want to pass it on to you. Do you want to order parent books now? There's Mm -hmm. just, there's so many opportunities for us to sell, you know, that if we're afraid of it, uh, we'll never be able to do it, you know, but if we get rid of that limiting belief when we try it, they, we don't know their, their parents could like really want a book. And if we never offer it to them, they're going to have to go find it somewhere else. And the statistic that keeps me like excited about what we're building and everything that we're investing in, and what we're building next is because between 70 and 80% of designs that get started, 
70 to 80% of designs that get started in the consumer world do not get finished or ordered. Wow. So there's wow. so many, so many a massive amount of, of photos out in, you know, on these servers that are in start, they've started to design something and we've seen it here. You know, our designers struggle sometimes getting some people to the finish line. So we don't have any boundaries around it right now. So we're mm. going to launch that boundary because we've seen it work for us as photographers and for photographers that are currently using us. How are they getting, you know, books ordered within, you can see the date when we stamp it. There's sometimes we're right now we're, we're uh, debossing or something like that. And it's like 2014. It's like, Oh man, that's rough. But yeah. then we see like, wasn't this like four weeks ago? Like how'd they get that done? So we call them and we're like, Hey, how'd you, how are you doing this? They're like, we, I put a deadline and an incentive for them to get it done within 30 days mm-hmm. of, of me showing them the design. I, I give them it. So I'm like, we're going to build that in. Like how, how can we make this happen? Because again, mm. if they have that book 30 days after their wedding, they're like still in love and like, yeah. <laughs> hopefully <laughs> they, 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 they haven't got to the crazy parts of, of life yet. And, and um, they're excited about their wedding. Like, Oh, yeah. they're all tan from their uh, honeymoon. And they're like, Hey, I want to show you my wedding album. They're like, you already have your wedding album. Like, yeah, like I'm getting married. Like who's your photographer? You know, like it instantly is just like creating a, a space for that creative entrepreneur to thrive. So that's and then awesome. what's, what's the turnaround time at this point uh, average? And I'm sure it ranges depending on the size of the books and the size of the order and so forth. But what's the average turnaround time that photographers yep. should be considering? It, do, it, it doesn't vary it, it for everyone. Again, makes it simple. It's 15 business days. Um, wow. and, uh, we're a big, you know, under, under promise over deliver company. Um, so internally it's a little bit different than that. Um, cause we want to stoke you out and like get you that order ASAP. Um, and, and that's depending on the season, we're coming into a very busy season. So we push that limit a lot more, um, but 15 business days on any one of our, any one of our books. But as soon as it's done, if it's not waiting for a second book, it'll go out. Um, sometimes like there is certain ones that are a little simpler to manufacture the thin page linen books can be manufactured easier and, and a little bit faster, um, because of the process. But if it's done in five days, it goes out, you know? Um, and, uh, but if it's waiting on a, leather thick page deep mat you know that that maybe had an issue so we had to restart it or something like that to get it right um you know we have that time it's 15 business day turnaround time we have a rush that is seven days um and uh and that's pretty much it yeah that's awesome that's really really great uh, morgan i'm gonna do you have anything else that you want to share in your screen before i turn that that part off uh no you're good to uh you're okay good to i'm gonna shut over. that down thanks for wanna, showing us yeah, yeah i'm gonna bring, awesome. bring us all back in here and and um there we go. Perfect. Yeah. So we, we can see everybody here for a second, but just to kind of close the conversation, um, I, I'd love that you have very simply demonstrated how KISS addresses these primary pain points that we talked about last week and this week again. Um, I'm a huge fan of, of KISS just simply for the culture behind it. Um, and oh, by the way, you two are part of that culture. So major props to you for that. Uh, but I, I do love the the simple solution that KISS is to these pain points. And um, thank you guys so much for making time to kind of demonstrate that mm-hmm. on a much more tangible level. And again, for those of you that are listening in on the book podcast, you're going to want to see the video of this. It's quite compelling. And uh, if you're interested, go to facebook.com slash photogsedit. That's P-H-O-T-O-G-S-E-D-I-T. 
We'll link to that in the show notes at Boca Podcast, B-O-K-E-H podcast.com as well, so that you can have quick and easy access to that. Um, Rich and Heather, I, I loved getting your commentary as, I mean, you're active photographers now. And, and I'm mm-hmm. thinking back even to the day when I was a, a photographer, shot for over a decade, Sean did the same thing. Yeah. And uh, we had the opportunity as a photography business to be ordering Kiss books. I love that Kiss is still not only here, but thriving mm-hmm. um, however many years later and continuing to iterate too. And this is something that we talk about it a good bit on the podcast, but I've been reminded of, of it as late as as well, not only just simply with, for the sake of photographers, but also as an owner at Photographer's Edit, the reality, which is that if we don't continue to proactively communicate with not only our existing client base, but potential clients, the market at large, develop a certain amount of awareness of what our potential client needs, then it's going to be easy to get stagnant in the process mm-hmm. of running a business. And that can drastically affect the the viability of our business over the long run. Mm-hmm. Sean, you guys are, are a beautiful example of a company who is consistently and constantly proactively figuring out what the photographer needs and meeting that need, but doing so in a beautifully simple way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really appreciate, again, you and Morgan both demonstrating that today. Anything that you guys want to throw in here at the last minute before we sign off? Yeah, I had a quick question. Like Rich and Heather, what does your process like look like? And because um, there's multiple designers, there's multiple book companies out there. Um, is there anything that you guys can add to this that could help a photographer? Like, Hey, we also do this and it helps in this area. Like, is there a snippet on that? No, I, um, y'all covered it so well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I just want to point out that, um, uh, I got to use this system when y'all first Mm -hmm. came out with like the, like, like version 0.8 was he, I mean, you know, and, yeah, uh, yeah, the beta and, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it's so great to, to see how, mm-hmm. how smooth it is now, how many options you have, you know, uh, and uh, it was kind of it was very clunky at first, but, but oh, yeah. I, I, I love this. I have, I love that the evolution of it has just been amazing. It's amazing. You know? Yeah. We, we've got a ton of feedback building an online platform was before it's time for sure. But we saw the future we, where we feel like the future is headed to everything being online. And so we went that direction yeah. and um, we're grateful now, but it was very hard and it still is. I mean, there's a lot of other companies doing similar things, meaning like other outside of our industry that is using similar technologies. And so at first we were writing all of it and um, mm-hmm. it's very open source when you get into software where you mm-hmm. can grab code and, and utilize that type of stuff. But we, I mean, our developer, uh, our development team is so committed and the person that originally built it for us is still with us. And so he's evolved with the company. Now he understands the vision more to hear a developer talk about the vision and the heart of a photographer is one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, just because developers have this kind of like, whatever we put them in a box of like, they just want to crawl into like a cave and code, you know, yeah. it's not yeah. the case. Like they're amazing. Um, and they're mm-hmm. creative in their own way. Um, people that do numbers can be creative. People that do code that can be creative. People that play guitar can be creative. You know, people that mm-hmm. shoot weddings can be creative. What is your art and what drives you? It's, it's so amazing seeing somebody. So I appreciate you noticing that we knew we were before the gun, but we're the type of company that's going to launch it, um, get feedback mm-hmm. and grow it, you know, and launch it, yeah. launch it again, be innovative. Yeah. And then be copied and then be innovative yeah. and then enjoy, enjoy that innovation. You know, if it works really well, get feedback. You know, we, when you get into software, you're in software forever. You don't like your development team has to stick around because you continue to grow that thing. If you want mm-hmm. it to last, I think, you know, in the evolution of weddings, software, technology, mm-hmm. you know, like iPads and, you know, all the different things, all the different ways that we can see a screen now is, is evolving. So we're trying to just keep our ear to the ground and create, mm-hmm. 
uh, a smooth sailing, you know, and remove as many barriers as possible for That's people awesome. to get this in front of other people, uh, of their clients, you know? That's so cool. Yeah. I, um, I, as a consumer and as a photographer and as a business owner, I have a question for you guys. Um, we, you guys talked a lot about the why, uh, why, why an album, why a hard copy, why a tangible product last week. And I thought that was a really great conversation. And we talked about part of the reason is that technology is moving so quickly forward uh, that we don't want to rely solely on having those, those family, what could be a family heirloom existing only digitally, only virtually. And so printing our memories is part of our family's story and, and therefore is important. And as someone who's been through multiple natural disasters, you know, fires and earthquakes, and my parents have lost, you know, have, have had their wedding album damaged in a fire and we can't access the photographer who's passed away, who's, you know, what are you guys doing as a company to try to uh, progress with technology to the point where someone could down the road be able to come back and say, you know, either a photographer could come back to you and say like, my client's home burned down, you know, they, they need, and, and it could, this could be years down the road, you know, as photographers, we keep all of our images, you know, double and triple backed. But when we talk about the actual digital uh, version of an album design, what are you doing? Or do you have any advice for us as photographers for things that we could be doing to try to not let technology be the reason that we can't deliver something like that to our clients in the future? Yeah, that's such a great question. And that's, you know, when I wake up in the morning and my feet hit the ground, um, that is one of the reasons that we do what we do is like, it's why we do it. I love relationships and I love that we're documenting relationships and telling that story mm-hmm. over and over again um, through print. But ultimately, yeah, it, you know, there are disasters and, mm-hmm. and just things that happen. Um, so what we do as a company is we do archive everything. So we moved to Amazon a couple of years ago and Amazon has a feature where we can even, you know, it's a little bit more affordable, but we, we're archiving terabytes of, of data and that's on us. You know, there's no, mm-hmm. you don't have to be a pro or anything like that. We have a pro, it's like a hundred dollars a year for pro and you get 2% back on all your orders. So we're trying to give this away because we want this to be a tool that you use. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but we archive it. Um, it's not like guaranteed, but we can, it takes us a couple days to get that because it's deeper in in the, in the cloud, basically, it's just an Amazon sub storage. Um, but yeah, we archive everything and we can pull up some, any design that's ever been made, we can pull up. It's okay. at that point, it is not editable. And so you have to print it exactly because mm-hmm. it flattens it out, like going yeah. from okay. a Photoshop document to a um, JPEG. And so it, we yeah. store them as JPEGs, but we do not compress it. We don't anything. We just store it as is. And then okay. it takes us a little while to pull it back up. But as a photographer, absolutely like mm-hmm. have multiple backups and in different locations, utilize the cloud. There are so many um, programs out there now. Some of them are built into some of the Apple devices that I use that it scans your hard drive, um, you know, on whatever you set it up to do. So you can go back into, you know, previous things if something happens to your hard drive and um, grab it. Um, And so have it in the cloud and have it stored in a fireproof safe. Um, And I have uh, mirrored terabytes um, of storage. And so if a drive goes bad, you pull that one out and you, you put, put a new one back in because it's copied to the one next to it. So it's mm-hmm. like an eight terabyte holder and four of the terabytes are just copying or mirroring all that stuff. So there, there's just not enough backup that you can do because the epidemic yeah. that has happened with digital photography mm-hmm. is like, it wasn't that long ago. If I dropped this thing in the toilet, I would lose like proof of my kid's existence possibly <laughs> because this is the yeah. camera that I use. What is the yeah. best camera in the planet is the one that you have on you. Yeah. And so 
they're doing a great job with figuring out ways to back up because they realize us as consumers and professionals. See you, Rich. Sorry, yeah, see, I gotta go. I gotta go. See you guys. Bye, babe. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> Bye, babe. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it, as consumers, we just we don't have time. We don't uh, care to take time uh, mm-hmm. until a disaster happens. Like I wish yep. I would have done that. That's what we don't want to see happen. Yep. So we're trying to figure out ways to do that, but um, store your stuff, back it up multiple mm-hmm. times, print it because the likelihood of a fire happen can totally happen. Right. But um, it's, it's, it's still like it's printed. Like what, what is the one thing that you go and grab or what you hear about in a fire? People want to go grab photos yeah, because it's like, that's the memories, you know, but it's already happening. People are losing existence or proof of existence in foot in, in photograph form of their life of, you know, yes. so they have passports and they have birth certificates, but they literally have, they lost their hard driver. They lost a computer or it's all on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. And for whatever reason, you know, it, it, it goes bad or, you know, mm-hmm. they have lost proof of existence in photographic form, you know, and I love looking at pictures of like my grandparents or people that I haven't even met that I knew were in my family. And there's a story that goes behind it. So when I look at that photograph, I love that. Yeah. Um, but we're just printing, we're, we're, we're printing again, which is great. We're coming back and we're realizing that like, Hey, print matters. And so that's why I'm here in New York. I'm meeting with the printographer society. They're all about print and teaching photographers what it means to to print because when we were film photographers you had to print you know that's mm-hmm. how you showed them their images yeah. now as digital you have the option you can show them on a device but really getting people to print and um the value of that and just like the the artwork on your wall right behind you you know it's like it's so valuable for us to have that stuff proof of existence on our walls and things like that there's it's such a different feeling than even having it on a device it's a beautiful thing to put things on social media facebook and instagram it has a place but I don't want to sit down and, and pull out my iPad and show somebody my wedding. I want to have a conversation over a coffee, over a bourbon, over a glass of wine. Just don't spill it on the book and uh, <laughs> and flip through it. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. I'll say this again and I'll wrap up with this. Sorry, Nate. Um, no worries. My, my grandpa has Alzheimer's. And um, when, when I go visit him, he's surrounded by photos. And mm-hmm. what's crazy is um, he can sit there and tell you everything that happened in that photo. And like it was yesterday. And there's times where he's explaining something before I was even born because he has a photo of it. Mm-hmm. Like I was there or like, he's like, remember this, you know, farm and this and that. And, I, and my aunt's like, Hey, you know, Sean wasn't alive then, but like, go ahead and tell your story, you know? And he tells it and, and it's accurate. It's absolutely accurate. He can't remember like my daughter's name, but he can remember everything in that photograph. So there's something there. It gives me the chills every time I say that. It's powerful. But if you put a device in front of him, it's a little bit intimidating, sure, because of his age and stuff like that. Now, my nine-year-old, you put a, a iPad in front of him, he's going to want a game or do something like that or, you know, pull up his favorite app, whatever. But um, you, I can look at photos with him and he loves the stories that go behind the photos. And an iPad is not a bad option for that. But you put a book in front of him or a, a photograph, he wants to know everything about it. And he's, mm. and he, it just, it's almost like mm-hmm. a different demeanor, you know? And Dave Ramsey, I've said this a couple times recently, but Dave Ramsey did a study where if you use a credit card versus using cash, that your body physically feels it differently. I'm like, I'm very curious. I'm almost guaranteed that if I give you an iPad of your images versus giving you a book of your images, the different, like just how your body will be different when you're going through it. It is, there's that personal in-depth touch to, you know, physically holding the print that uh, it has to be measurable, you know, and I, I just love it. It's why Kiss exists, you know, as a photographer for 15 years and loved it. Now I get to serve those creatives and really truly help them hopefully succeed, create a space for them to thrive in. That's our heart, you know? So thanks so awesome. much, Morgan. You did a great job. Yeah. yeah oh, thank no, you, Morgan. 
You bet. Yeah, guys. thank you, Morgan. Thank you, Sean, as well, and and Heather and Rich. Um, this has been a good conversation, and ultimately, it highlights uh, again the the beauty and the simplicity of of what Kiss is doing to offer a solution to photographers, professional photographers, to deliver what is an archival, hopefully long lasting, um, something that can be passed down through generations uh, product in an, in an album. You guys have made it easy to, to not only have access to the system that enables you to produce that product, product, but then ultimately deliver it to the client. I think it's a, it's a beautiful solution for everybody listening in. And for those watching, make sure you go to kiss.us, just like it sounds. And of course, we'll link to it in the show notes at bocapodcast.com. Again, if you're listening to the audio version, uh, we'll also link to our Facebook page where you'll see a replay of this video today because you're going to want to see the interface that Morgan demoed. Again, facebook.com slash photogs edit, P-H-O- T, it's a P-H-O-T-O-G-S-E-D-I-T. There you go. Got it. Um, thank you guys so much. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful, wonderful Wednesday and uh, we'll see you next week. Great to talk to you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Boca Podcast. Will you let us know what you thought by leaving a review of the podcast in iTunes or the Apple Podcast app? And I'd love to hear from you personally with your thoughts about the podcast and maybe suggestions about future topics and guests for the show. My email is nathan at photographersedit.com. The Boca Podcast is brought to you by Photographers Edit, custom image editing for the wedding and portrait photographer. Visit photographersedit.com.